Hey, South Africa, we're back with Farmers Inside Track Weekend, and I'm your host, Dawn Numdu. Now, international produce transport is a hot topic, and exporters face several challenges. From recent freight movement at the Kosala Natal ports after the floods, to a shortage of containers at a number of ports across Mzanzi. To understand SA's current dilemmas and some of the solutions to solve these issues, we're now joined by Alton Grieve, Trade and Engagement Manager at Tridge. Now, I mentioned in my introductions that there's a lot of dilemmas when it comes to transporting produce locally within South Africa, but also in terms of exporting our produce. Maybe you can help to just set the scene for the new farmers listening. What does South Africa's freight and logistics market look like? And how is it functioning overall, specifically around freight transport, freight forwarding, warehousing, and the value-added services and others? How does it all operate in South Africa? It's an integrated market on its own, but it's a crucial element of the fruit export business specifically. Currently, South Africa is experiencing a very difficult stage in terms of freighting logistics and moving fruit to international markets. It's not so much to do with the actual freighting, but the whole linkage in the chain from moving fruit to a farm to getting it to a destination abroad has seen a lot of challenges and it's been growing over the last few years. As a fruit exporter, we've seen that the land-based logistics is not a problem warehousing is not a problem, cold storage, etc. All that is operational functioning well. Where the chain does let us down is from port. Once it reaches port, you're shipping logistics at the port itself. We really battle. Although there's been emphasis on improving logistics at port level, not much has really been done. And the knock-on effects of the Durban flood just exasperated that whole situation. So from an overall perspective, South Africa has got the ability to move goods, move them well, move them fast. But with the current challenges and inefficiencies in the system, it is really the Achilles heel of the exporting fruit at this stage and one of our biggest nightmares. Now, that brings me to my next question. The Citrus Growers Association of Southern Africa had specific concerns that the Durban ports would not be fully functional for the 2022 citrus export season. Have their fears been averted and what has the impact been on other commodities, for example? I can't speak on behalf of the Citrus Growers Association, but as exporters myself, it has not allowed our fears quite a lot because there are still concerns, the capacity of Durban to handle the kind of volumes that we're looking at, the logistics around it, port infrastructure. It is a major problem and a concern. It is possible to move fruit out of Durban. But, you know, quite often we look at one element, and that is the infrastructure. Can Durban Port handle it, which is one thing. At this stage, not quite. They are handling some, but not as much as we would like to. But what we also need to take into consideration is the cost factors that come into this. You suddenly have a massive increase in freighting out of Durban, availability of reefer containers, logistics at the port, which has a massive knock-on effect for pricing. We've seen a dramatic increase in freighting rates out of Durban. So as much as you might get space on a vessel, you might get a reefer container. But the knock-on effect is that there is a price increase on your fruit throughout that value chain. Our biggest concern at this stage is trying to match and get efficient pricing out of Durban, matching it with vessels that are actually berthing in Durban and not skipping Durban completely. It's a knock-on effect that we're really feeling, and we've seen... This come out in our pricing offers to clients abroad and as much as we try and reduce it as much as possible, 
the impact of the inefficiencies at the port are converted into dollars because that's what we see at the end. We have got containers that are destined for Durban to move out to international markets, but it is a difficult process getting that confirmed, getting vessel space, getting reefer containers. Fortunately, we have good relations with our freighting companies and we can overcome this, but it takes a lot of forward planning to effectively get produce out of Durban. So at this stage, I would say Durban is not fully functional. There are still major concerns around it, and we hope that through interventions we can remedy them before the citrus season is in full swing. Now, you've already highlighted the implications for farmers and others in the agricultural value chain. Is there any other areas that we should be aware of, specifically when it comes to freight and transporting of goods? Unfortunately, in South Africa, we've always got some or other effect on the logistics systems. If it's not truckers striking due to their issues, we have issues like in Kirkwood where it becomes a labor issue. And that, as much as people might not think it has a logistics impact, we must remember that in the export industry, we buy fruit in advance. We manage logistics in advance. So when there's any disruption in that chain from trucking from the warehouse to arriving at the warehouse, from packing the fruit, all of that has a knock-on effect in the freighting chain. And you need everything to move smoothly. For example, if I'm sending a container of lemons to Saudi Arabia and it's destined to leave this week, any disruption in trucking, road infrastructure, port infrastructure has a week or maybe a two-week knock-on effect for me. It becomes a reputational issue as well because suddenly clients are concerned, are they going to get their produce? So if you take a breakdown of the logistics chain, if your cold storage is not working effectively, you have problems. If you have trucking issues, your fruit stands. If you get to the harbor and ships are not calling at the harbor or cranes are down or there's capacity issues at the harbor, it has a knock-on effect on you. So it comes down again to, as I said earlier, every element or every breakdown in the chain converts to dollar impact, converts to reputational impact, and it's about managing that. So when we look at the logistics chain, we look at it from a service provider, but also to a marketing issue. Can we market South Africa effectively when our logistics is not dependable? But it comes down to us as exporters, freighting companies working together to find common solutions in this. And in that regard, I must commend the Citrus Growers Association and industries like Hortgrow that really do make a massive effort to find solutions, try and find better mechanisms to improve our market share through better logistics and port services. My last and final question to you, Alton. I'd like to now focus on some of the solutions or best practices that we should be thinking about. You just mentioned, you know, working with others in the industry and these bodies that sort of come up with these solutions. But what, in your opinion, should Umzanzi be focusing on? Let's say, for example, you're the Minister of Transport for the day. What would you change? What I would change is, firstly, I would divert massive inputs into improving port infrastructure. I don't personally believe, and I don't want to politicize it, but I don't think government is doing enough to increase port capacity. I don't think there's enough intervention from government side to find solutions in this regard. I have experience when other countries where you have these kind of logistics problems, you have massive inputs from government. In Chile, when there was issues with containers, government assisted. Peru farmers are highly subsidized to ensure that they can get their fruit to their markets. In South Africa, unfortunately, being in government myself for many years, there's been a very lax approach towards solving the problems at ports. If we can solve problems at ports, the economic benefits of that will be massive. We'll be able to move fruit quicker, more efficiently. 
pricing will be better, competitiveness will be better, but most of all, Brand South Africa will be protected knowing we can deliver. At this moment, we are in a really risky environment, sorry, in terms of fruit. We can get fruit, we can source fruit, but your biggest nightmare comes in moving fruit. So if I was the Minister of Transport, I would fix the road infrastructure firstly, get better road systems, get that done, increase port capacity, increase port efficiency, but most of all, ensure that all South African ports are capable of handling the kind of volumes that we require. I mean, you can't have a situation where Cape Town port is congested, shipping lines are skipping PE port or Durban port because it's just too congested. There are just too many knock-on effects which affect the whole fruit value chain from packhouse to market. And if I was the Minister of Transport or Minister of Agriculture, I would really put in major investment opportunities to fix these knock-on effects in the value chain. It can be done, we just need the will and commitment to do it. I want to say amen to that. And I think that so many aspects are overlooked. And I think at the end of the day, farmers feel it the most. So I want to thank you again for your time. And then as we wrap up, do you have any message to our farmers dealing with issues around exporting, moving their produce, even locally? What would you say to them? What I would say to them is South African farmers, we work on program base. A lot of them have set programs in markets. They have set orders for years. And when there are these issues logistically, et cetera, reach out to new markets, reach out to new possible buyers. Um, see where there are other market opportunities. We tend to have a focus program in specific markets and forget about others, but the market space is open. And I know that as an exporter myself, it is extremely frustrating when there's logistics breakdown, but we can only find solutions if we speak about it, work together on it and find common solutions to it. I know that we've been working with a lot of farmers where they are concerned about their fruit reaching destinations and we step in and assist them wherever possible. We're fostering good relationships with freighting companies, both locally and internationally, to find solutions. So I'm not saying it's a lost cause, but I just think there needs to be a more concerted effort from organized agriculture. Not that I'm saying they're doing enough from business chambers. But more importantly, I think that the government needs to seriously put in place an effective action plan, not just words but implement an effective action plan that will assist everybody in the fruit industry to reach the gains we want to. And South Africa can do it. We just need that will and good implementation to do it. Thanks so much for joining us once again. Alton Grieve, Trade and Engagement Manager at Tridge. Now that brings us to the end of this episode of Farmers Inside Track Weekend. You know, we love to hear from you, so please do share some feedback. And don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with your friends family members, and fellow farmers. From me, Dawn Numdu, our producer, Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team, have an awesome weekend. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food from Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.